I always love to talk to my friends and family out there in uh, media land because the subjects we're talking about today are today's news. And I like to try to think that we have a perspective on things which kind of gives us a little bit of clarity, a little bit of agita, but a little bit of hope at the same time. I just think we need to have a preparation this year for a propaganda bombardment, and we got to sharpen our ear to hear what the truth is. And by the way, speaking of sharpening your ear to hear, I'm convinced that longevity, vitality, strength, restored years is possible. There's technology in the area of stem cells, technology in the area of collagen recovery, technology in the area of nutritional nutraceuticals that is restoring cognitive function, muscular development. I'm talking about, it's almost like the equivalent of anti-aging technology. And for those of you that are over 50, this is the big issue because it's gonna require everything this year in the battle. And you're gonna need to be physically, mentally, and emotionally at your peak state. Um, I don't have to tell you that as you get older, your body starts to go south unless you take control. Once you go to lancewallon.com forward slash summit and look at the live stream we're going to have for the longevity conference we're going to be doing on the 19th and 20th at the Trump Doral in Florida. We have got like five experts, doctors and professionals speaking about how to reverse aging and restore youth. You can't beat it, man. Go to the live stream, meaning park yourself right there. Now, if you're in the snow out there in Dakota or in Nebraska, and you go, oh, I wish I could be someplace warm, why don't you come join us? <clears throat> we have like around 10 seats left, but not many, at the beautiful Trump Doral in Florida. Go to lancewallet.com forward slash summit. At a minimum, make sure you're going to be there for the live stream to hear the five experts talk about maximum health, longevity, and even reversing the aging process. It'll be powerful. LanceWallet.com forward slash summit. All right, let's go into the show. It's a joy to be with you today on this, well, this special edition of what we call the Lance Wallet Show, otherwise known as Firewall, on Real America's Voice. And here's where I want to start. I think I need to confess that this is probably inappropriate Christian nationalism. Would you please play video one on Christian nationalism? Thank you. 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 Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A packed crowd erupting in the chants of four more years as President Biden takes the stage at Mother Emanuel AME Church in South Carolina. I don't know about you, but it makes me kind of worried about the IRS status of churches when they start cheering four more years for a political candidate in the pulpit of the sanctuary. Inappropriate. And I apologize on behalf of all the Democrats that did that. Now... Uh, let's, let's go into uh, something uh, on a different subject because there's no need to go burn that one any further. Other than the fact that there's this weird surge of Russell Moore and David, not David Brock, it's uh, uh, David French and, uh, you know, the, the, the typical anti-Trump evangelicals who are trying to lecture 
the church, always beating up on, you know, their spouse over here, the, the meek and mild little patriot Christians and punching them out all the time. They're, they're getting a resurged audience out there because the left is actually trying to fund them and give them a bigger platform to try to create the narrative that, uh, that Trump's movement is made up of deranged and dangerous people. You cannot prove that. In fact, the whole narrative on January 6th is collapsing like a house of cards as we speak. I don't know how many of you saw the interview that Tucker did this week with uh, you know, the, the congressman uh, regarding the fact that there's at least 200, possibly up to 400 or 500, plainclothes, meaning MAGA-disguised FBI agents embedded in certain phases of the doors, walking people through uh, the Capitol, uh, out there in the crowds. I mean, what, what is sounding to me more and more like a setup against the American people, that's, uh, we might be have a more dangerous situation than we think. It could be that this, that uh, according to this, this uh, congressman, based on his research, it could be that the, the underground informants that are all over these leftist organizations, including into BLM and including into Antifa, are actually linked up with the far-left radical part of the intelligence community, which has a, a disproportionate power over mobilization, which might explain why we have so many uh, riots that have happened in the past and so many incidents of violence that have never been properly prosecuted. But a fake narrative has been set up to target innocent Americans who are being vilified because they were entrapped. In, a, uh, in an FBI operation. And uh, I, I, I mean, I won't go any further on that because I've got some other shows I'm going to be, show, I'm going to be coming up with that are going to go in there. Now, when it gets down to journalists joking about assassinating the president, you want to really pay attention to that. Because, you see, a journalist might have access that is different than, you know, the... Uh, the John Hinckley's out there who are trying to get access to a candidate. The journalists can actually actually be, well, just go ahead and watch this rather viral video. You've seen it, but I have a thought I want to give you about this. Go ahead and watch this. You know, the worst part is, even if the guys are hanging out of it, he'll be on the other side of the <laughs> I mean, if he's driving, we've got a good shot. Yeah, if he's driving with the front window open. Yeah, or if it's a convertible. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Like if he just pulls up like, like JFK. Auto, yeah. It's like a JFK, a Lincoln. <laughs> I don't think it's one side of the No, a president. Oh. Maybe someone, just like they told JFK, you know what you should do? You should take a convertible. <laughs> it's Sorry, stop nice it. Out. Let me talk. So, can you imagine if we were joking about taking out journalists? I mean, all I'd have to do is one minute of me on a hot mic after Flashpoint saying how easy it would be to take out a journalist and then making a joke about it like JFK or Lincoln. Um, Why, well, my God, there, there would be... Nobody would think it was funny. But this is overlooked. This is, this is allowed because we've gotten to the port point of the coursing of culture where nobody really cares about uh, language. Unless you happen to hit one of the tripwire words the left will punish you for. 
So it's a kind of interesting commentary on the values that exist in culture and the spiritual environment we're operating in. But I'm calling it out because the left is violent. While they try to make it look like the shofar-blowing pro-life Catholic nuns are the greatest threat to domestic stability and security, uh, the reality is the left has uh, already killed 2,000, put 2,000 policemen in the hospital, had seven months of riots, done $2 billion worth of damage, burnt down police precincts and tried to burn down uh, courthouses. I personally had my own vehicle blown up and attacked by Antifa, and nobody was prosecuted. Nobody was put in solitary confinement for a year, two or three or four, awaiting justice. And that makes you wonder, uh, what's really going on in America? Well, let's do a quick, you know, Lloyd uh, Austin did not get fired. And did anybody really think that after him and Millie screwed up in Afghanistan and left a billion dollars, or was it a billion? I think it more than that couple hundred billion dollars worth of, of um, equipment and an entire air base turned over to China, basically. That, that, that whole fiasco where our soldiers are killed and that stupid withdrawal from Afghanistan while what's-her-name, the transgender guy, girl, was going around the White House with the long nails doing a um, social media promo the same day that the Taliban was taking over and, and, uh, and Americans were about to die within 48 hours. It's kind of a, it's, it's amazing to me. I knew then that, it, that if, if Austin wasn't dealt with then, if Miley wasn't dealt with then, they'd never be dealt with. Democrats don't fire faithful servants. And if they do ever get fired, it's like the president of uh, Harvard. Uh, they get removed from office and given a $900,000 teaching assignment on the faculty. Or they're removed from uh, the CIA temporarily or the FBI and they become commentators on MSNBC or uh, CNN. It's so weird how there's no real consequence to what's happening there. And this is part of what makes me worry uh, just a little bit about... Uh, whether we appreciate why they don't want Trump in office. They don't want Trump in office because Trump knows where all the bodies are buried. And since they're trying to put him in jail for 700 years, he's not the forgiven type. He's going to come after them with a scalpel. He's going to circumcise the Philistines. And uh, they're all cringing with anticipation. So that's why Trump is such a real personal issue for them. Now, I do see where... Um, President Biden has, uh, you know, there's been some photo work done by Mike Johnson down there at the border. And I suppose doing the, uh, I guess going down there and doing the photo op is important because it captures a news cycle. But uh, we could play, play a minute here. Go ahead and play it and, and I'll, I'll come back with a comment in a second. The White House is allowing all this. These are policy choices that, that created this chaos. And it is thus policy choices that could change it. And Which that's policy what we're choices do you think well, need to be changed? Well, on his first day in office, President Biden came in and issued executive orders that began this chaos. Um, Remain in Mexico is, is one of them. Uh, the, the catch and release program has created part of this problem. You could end catch and release. <laughs> yeah, the Biden administration actually funded a research project in Europe on what is the root cause of immigration. 
Well, maybe it's telling everybody they can come to your country for free and get a lot of free stuff. Maybe that is getting in the way. Uh, but uh, real quick, I only got seven seconds left according to my monitor here, but this is my, my particular show right now. So let me just, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll be right back after this, and then I want to show you something about Mike Johnson you need to see. We'll be right back. What happens if a natural disaster takes place? We have these weird tornadoes that hit in the Midwest and in Texas, but look at the hurricanes in Florida. People can literally have their uh, houses flooded or they're in a situation where they have no food or access to groceries. Everyone needs at least a four week emergency food kit. And fortunately, My Patriot Supply has created a four week emergency kit. And these products will last for 25 years. The interesting thing is they give you a 2000 calorie per day uh, meal. And that's the key, delicious, and 2,000 calories a day, because that's what you're going to need to sustain yourself for four weeks in a crisis. We had the uh, a winter freeze here in Texas, of all places, and we had a couple of days where we had no electricity. I'm telling you something, this makes a huge difference. Mushroom rice pilaf, fluffy rice and mushrooms, seasoned with red wine and herb. And then how about starting the day off? Maple Grove oatmeal, old-fashioned oats, maple flavoring with a pinch of brown sugar. This is what you want to do, four-week emergency food kit, and that's just for you. Think about your children, guarantee somebody around you is going to need help. You're going to want to at least have the four-week emergency kit. Go to lancewalla.com forward slash patriot. Use that link, and you're going to get a special discount on their special four-week emergency kit promotion. So like I said a moment ago, Austin's not going to go anywhere. He's not going to go, and he should be fired. Even though the, the nuclear protection, the guy that is supposed to be in touch with uh, the nuclear football, and if something happens to him, I mean, if we ever get attacked, he's supposed to be functioning. You understand what happened. For like four or five days, he's been out of pocket. No one even knew where he, where he was. This is the kind of incompetence you expect from uh, incompetent people. But uh, you don't look for it in, in your top leadership. Do you know there was a, a moment that happened during the President Carter's administration where a war game accidentally got uploaded into um, access where it looked as though Russia was launching an attack on the United States? And it required a functioning uh, Department of Defense leader to be able to make the call of double-checking because he didn't want to strike a nuclear strike on the Soviet Union because a war game simulation accidentally was being treated as though it was real. And that kind of a scenario can happen, my friends. That's why you're not, you're not supposed to be missing for four days. By the way, the number two replacement for him should have actually been on the spot, ready to do their job the moment he went under anesthesia but she was gone. And so I think it's a woman, she, and nobody knows where she was. She was on vacation. Anyway, America, is, it's under the judgment of not God, but God not intervening. And so you just gotta, you gotta trust that no one is taking advantage of our blindness right now as a nation, because we're not in any position to defend ourselves with this, this kind of a covering. Go to Mike Johnson right now and see a two-month quick recap. That's, uh, we got this uh, picture here. I'm going to read it to you for those on the podcast. In two months, Mike Johnson, who we have celebrated as a strong evangelical who feels a sense of destiny in his assignment, 
He's passed that uh, CR bill, the con that con continuing resolution of funding the government. Uh, they've approved $300 million for their new FBI building. $300 million for the FBI that staged January 6th and is still hunting down innocent Americans. Ooh, that's such a salacious and incendiary soundbite. I love saying it. Yep, he, he approved the funding for abortions in the military. Funding for trans surgeries in the military. It's always important that you have your, uh, your front line on the wall fighting and defending you while they're having um, a vagina taking the place of uh, the other apparatus they came in with. More money for Ukraine. Extended warrantless surveillance. Sorry to say, this is uh, basically the Kevin McCarthy. Now, is that true? I'm hoping it isn't. I, I know there's more. I got, I'm going to have to dig in on this because I, I want to believe that Mike Johnson, he doesn't have a big mandate, folks. I mean, understand, for want of people is the destruction of any prince. That's a proverb of Solomon. And he doesn't have a lot of people. He doesn't have a, a, a sweltering strength of a mandate behind him. He doesn't have Trump in office. He's got like, you know, the, 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 our caucus that we have in there of uh, people that are actually trying to do something about the $2 trillion worth of debt over, you know, over budget we are. Uh, there's like seven or 10 in the Freedom Caucus. It's pretty, it's pretty slim. If we don't have a, a, a sweeping wake-up call, in America, uh, then the, uh, the reality is people like Mike Johnson, we expect them to do more, but we need to be realistic about how much they can actually do. Nevertheless, I'm going to be going back and visiting with scrutiny that because I know Brother Steve Bannon, when I listen to him, whoo, he's going to skewer Mike uh, as well as other Freedom Caucus um, you know, members of Congress, because they are the firewall, and they have to lead. All right, so um, let's continue on with important news that you don't want to miss. Uh, Michelle Obama, this, this really bothered me. This shouldn't have bothered me, but it bothered me. Did you see that Michelle Obama is terrified about what could happen? Terrified about, I'm terrified about what could happen if Trump... We, can, we, can you handle $40 trillion of debt, the whole country collapsing, 30 million, 40 million foreigners, including terrorists that are being made citizens and voted in this country, your child being, being indoctrinated by transgender and queer ideology special substitute teachers required by the state, and you having your children taken from you, if you do not subscribe to their changing their gender permanently. Uh, do you want to take the next vaccine when, uh, when the World Health Organization takes over the sovereignty of American citizenship and the government requires you get vaccinated with something that maybe has in it the, uh, the ability to track you and surveil you as well as seemingly protect you? I mean, do you realize the, the extent to which Michelle Obama if she was enlightened, would be terrified about what will happen if they are not stopped. But I don't expect that kind of, a, uh, of, of an awakening to take place. Do we have a video 
on the farmers' revolt in the tractor protests in Germany? Because there's good news. I don't want to just give you the bad news. There's, look at Argentina. Look at what's happening in Europe. There's places where the pockets of awakening, I'm talking about civic awakening, are breaking out. And right now, now listen to me, in Germany and in, and in uh, the Netherlands, the people are pushing back on the elites who are stealing their land, taking their farmland, setting them up to be, uh, to be, to be controlled by, uh, by the food, food supply ability of the elites. But I'm wondering, do, what do we have? We got the Farmers Revolt tractor protests that are in Germany. I see the Breitbart article. What is, what is video seven? Oh, there it is. Look at that. Do you know what you're looking at? My team's going to have to give me some uh, information in the future. All you gave me here was a video. I believe what you've got is the farmers themselves are blocking the traffic with their vehicles in a show of massive solidarity. And uh, this is happening in Germany. Now, when it happens in Germany, that's when you know you've got, uh, you've got a movement going on. And this, has been, and this has been going on for a while. They're pushing back on the governments, on the Brussels, Belgium, look at that, control of the farmers. They do not trust what is happening. I want you to listen to this. Farmer groups launched their planned week-long action to protest against the leftist coalition government's plan to increase taxes on diesel fuel and eliminate the car tax exemption for farmers, in addition to making deep cuts on subsidies to the farming sector. The tax increases and funding cuts are trying to fill an $18 billion hole in their budget. Man, think about this. That's $18 billion. And we got Biden and these goofballs, Lindsey Graham, asking for like $100 billion right now for Ukraine. The government was willing to seek to raise more money off the backs of German farmers, but it was not willing to make any cuts in aid to the Ukraine, which is set to double to 8 billion euros this year. So they're maintaining their solidarity with the United States on funding Ukraine in its losing war with Russia, but the farmers are who they hate. Why do the elites hate the farmers? Why do they hate them in the United States? Well, because they represent a, a sector that is out of their control. See, the farmers, the fundamental survival of a person is food. And so as long as there is an economy where the farmers are free and able to produce the food, the people then don't have starvation. The fastest way to control people is through food and fuel. If you can control the gas, the diesel, you control whether or not they can get to work, go to work, or even run a company or a corporation or an industry. Take the food off the table and you control the family. It's weird, man. We're entering into an era where the power of the people is rising up against the um, threat of a controlling elite. And in Europe, it is just like the United States, um, just like it is in communist uh, China. You have a, a small group of people 
that are absolutely convinced they are smarter than everyone else and they're, they're reaching into every sector of influence they can have leverage over to consolidate the power, to exert their will over the masses. And what's happening right now is, um, I would say, is the rebellion of the people as they are aware of what's happening. You're seeing a bigger and bigger aha pushback. And you're seeing the concern, you know what a conservative is? It's someone that believes in smaller government, not bigger government, which is why it's so interesting how they always try to make conservatives look like right-wing fascists like Hitler. The, the inconsistency there is that Hitler was a socialist. He was actually a modern Democrat. He wanted the government to control every aspect of everything, including the church. He wanted the church to stick its nose just into religious matters and stay out of politics. And if you know, the Martin Niemöller met with him along with Bonhoeffer and others, and Hitler told him, he said, you leave the government and the politics to me and I'll leave the church to you. Well, that sounds good. Till the, uh, the government becomes an ideology that demands submission in the pulpit. And that's where we're heading in the United States unless we have this move of God that is an enlightenment move. It's a move where the people suddenly have a wake-up call and realize their freedoms are under siege because the government's gotten too big. And we, the people, are being lied to and manipulated by the press. It's a pretty dangerous place to be. We've got enough freedom to have programs like this, though. And we're going to see 2024 to be the great year of the big turnaround. That I can promise you, because this, this thing is coming to a head. And I'm happy to see it. And I'm happy to see you again in tomorrow's broadcast. God bless Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends, because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.